0: The Beatles are a pretty nice band, and we've got a lot to say. The Beatles are a pretty nice band, talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfit a lot, so are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band, someday we'll judge if they're fine, oh yeah, someday we'll judge if they're fine.
1: Two of us. We're on our way home. We're going home. If this was any, if this was by anybody besides the Beatles, it would have been a single, and at least a decent-sized hit. This is an easy breezy tune with a fun, bouncy, but undistracting way. Bass, John Paul's vocals melding into one in such close fashion for the last time. Conscious, it was consciously about Paul and Linda, but subconsciously about Paul and John. It works for me in a way, you know. It's about a romantic partner or a creative partner, or a person you're thickest thieves with.
0: This is a top 10 Beatles song for me uh, for personal reasons. This is the first song I put on the first mix I made for my wife when we started dating. So I just, every time I hear this song, it just brings me back to, to the beginning of a relationship and that. So it's very nice that now when I've like doing research for the song, I learned that it's like, okay, it's not, it's not about something that I didn't think it was.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that that
0: that's the worst. That's the worst. It's like, oh, this is a love song? No, it's not. It's honey,
1: a, our marriage is a sham.
0: <laughs> it's like people who uh, think like uh, we're when, out of milk. Yeah, it's like people who think like wonderful tonight is not is is a love song when it's really not by Eric yeah. Clapton. But yeah, this it's is like oh, sorry, get dressed already. Let's go. Basically, yeah. oh, babe, you were so drunk at that party. You were wonderful. You didn't embarrass yourself (laughs) at all. Anyway, yeah, this is an easy breezy song. I love the guitar line in it that just kind of runs throughout the whole song. The harmonies are beautiful. John and Paul working together, you know, melding their voices is like just a perfect way to like encapsulate the relationship. And, you know, if this is going to be the end, you know, they ended it well. It was fun getting to see them perform this song on the Get Back film when they were kind of like mm-hmm. jokingly like singing it through their teeth. Right. That was one of the funnier things that, of, of that movie. I love this song. Can't get enough of it. The naked version's great. Don't love John introducing it on the Let It Be album because it makes no, no effing sense. But, you know. Again, he's on heroin, so...
1: The opening song on The Beatles' final album, it was the opening song on Let It Be Correct. Let
0: Not be Not on Naked, no.
1: Yeah. Two of Us was written by Paul about his fondness for getting deliberately lost in a country with his future wife, the lovely Linda. He They're, said, one of the great things about Linda was that while I was driving and going, oh my God, I think I'm lost, she'd simply say, great. She <laughs> loves getting lost. And she pointed out to me quite rightly that there would always be a sign somewhere saying London, so we'd just follow that. One day, we went out into the countryside and found a little wood that looked as if it might be a good place for a walk. I parked the car. There's a photograph of me and the Aston Martin, because he's James Bond, of course. Sitting, sitting with the driver's door open and my feet out. I've got my guitar. That's me writing two of us. During the Let It Be sessions, as you just said, uh, Paul and John sometimes shared the same microphone to sing the song as captured in the 1970 film. Indeed, the middle sections contain likely references to their relationship, with both acutely aware that their time as members of the Beatles was drawing to a close. And I remember in the documentary, I forget who, it was Paul or John, he, he said people will think the song was about the two of them. And they're right. Mm uh, Paul said lying behind the phrase we're on our way home is less the literal sense of going back to London, but more about trying to get in touch with the people we once were. The postcard sending does have a very literal feel, though. Whenever Linda and I went away, we would buy lots of postcards and send them to all our friends. John was also a great postcard sender, so you'd get some great stuff from him. I'm trying to remember if I ever sent a postcard in my life.
0: I've sent postcards. I actually have like a postcard behind me right now oh but i think postcards is it's a lost art
1: absolutely the whole letter writing business well letter
0: writing sure but yes but you know it's funny you know you think about it it's like it's with with a postcard it's like the postman can see everything you've written too so like the like you know the (laughs) the post the the postmaster could be a bit of a voyeur there
1: (laughs) yeah you know uh so don't write any, you know... Don't write any hot
0: goss on your postcards.
1: No hot goss, no bank account numbers. Correct. The Two of Us is also thought to contain a reference to the Beals' business troubles with Apple in the line You and Me Chasing Paper Getting Nowhere. The song displays a relief felt by McCartney at being able to leave these troubles behind and enjoy uncomplicated moments with Linda. George Harrison did that with Here Comes His Son. He he's had a... Skip day with um, Apple conversations. Beatles, yeah. I don't yeah. McCartney offered the song to Mortimer, a New York trio, to be issued by Apple as their debut single in June 1969. However, it remained unreleased, and Mortimer never became Apple recording artist. Interesting. Possibly because their name was Mortimer. It's a horrible name. Horrible name. And a bad band name, too. Zing. Ouch. Fuck off, Mortimers. <laughs> the Beatles recorded two of us properly over three sessions, although it was played less seriously on a number of other dates. The first of the sessions took place on January 24th, 1969, under the working title On Our Way Home. According to Beatles historian Mark Lewison, one of today's takes was later selected for inclusion on the aborted Get Back LP, along with a snippet of speech in which Paul McCartney said, And so we leave the little town of London, England. Phil Spector's like boring. The Beals returned to two of us for almost all the remaining January nineteen sixty nine sessions, but it wasn't until the thirty first they taped the version, which ended up on Let It Be, it was a remix by Phil Spector for the album on March twenty fifth, nineteen seventy. And I gotta say, when the bearded Paul plays the song in the, in the Get Back doc on his acoustic guitar, standing up, uh, he and he's like he's wearing a like an open collar. No tie, yeah. Suit, uh, suit jacket, like he looks like Carl Wilson of the Beach Boys. Interesting. And I don't know which one stole the other's look. Like. Um, Carl had that through the eighties and nineties, at least. Um, Paul shaved his beard like suit after. Yes. But hashtag Paul did it. Boney M covered the song on their 1979 album Oceans of Fantasy Amy Mann and Michael Penn covered two of us as part of the soundtrack for I Am Sam Guster covered two of us under 2007 EP Satellite Are you a Guster fan, uh, Andrew? I am, actually uh, Would you say they sold out f- with Fafa?
0: No <laughs> It's okay They could play, like, the guy, you, know, you can have the Thunder God play drums if he wants to
1: I like Fafa. I like F- Lost and Gone Forever. Good record. That yeah, would be the same again.
0: And uh, uh, Keep It Together is a good record, too.
1: Barrel of a Gun uh, is didn't age well, but that's not your fault. No.
0: Yeah.
1: Kerry Loggins covered Two of Us on his 2009 album All Join In. Two of Us Riding to the Danger Zone. Oh, yeah. Bow, bow. Bow. bow, bow, bow. Two of Us is the title of a 2000 VH1 TV drama which offers a fictionalized account of April 24th, 1976, the day Lorne Michaels of Saturday Night Live offered the Beatles $3,000 to appear on the program when, by coincidence, Paul was visiting John at his New York apartment at the Dakota watching the show. So much stuff to, to go through here. Uh, first of all, I, I yeah, the Lorne one-shot he says, uh, $3,000 for the Beatles. If you want to split it evenly, that's fine. If you want to give Ringo less, that's fine too. It's up to you. Um, and uh, George Harrison came on the show like uh, a couple of months later, and he tried to get the $3,000 in Of course. In a bit. Like, yeah. <laughs> and Lord's like, no, it's just one of you. Um, and yeah, I can't believe I'd never heard of this movie, because I... Yeah. Um, I... Watch VH1 in 2000. Sure, that was one of my channels. Uh, I
0: bet you saw that monkeys movie.
1: Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, where they're like, I, I, my my biggest takeaway from that movie is they're like, when because the, they invited Jimi Hendrix to open for them on tour, like this
1: this music's the future. <laughs> I just remember there was a scene when um, they listened to Sergeant Pepper, I guess. And they're all blown away.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But, like, because they couldn't get the rights the Beatles, to the Beatles songs, obviously, you know, it's just, it. It's the scene starts, like, at the very end of them listening to it on a record player. And it's, like, this um, generic, like, uh, chord. Do, and like, wow, that was amazing. <laughs> I remember back then, like, oh, they cheaped out. <laughs> they couldn't do it. Um and yeah, uh, the whole Mon- the whole monkeys movie was their story. Like they constantly wanted freedom, and yeah, I want to be free. And then by the time they they were able to write their own songs and produce it, then you know they were pretty much done. So yeah, Head was a great movie. Have you ever seen Head?
0: Yes, I've seen Head. I like Head. Oh, that's great. Yeah,
1: that's one of my favorites. I, I'm anyway, a,
0: I'm a big monkeys fan, so it seems like you are too.
1: Me too. Me too. Yes, they should be in the Rock and Roll uh, Hall
0: of Fame if anyone has any pull
1: hey hey they're the monkeys yes, they are so uh, yeah um i can't believe i never heard this movie and uh, I, we should watch this yeah it is on youtube it uh, is uh, okay. in nine parts split in nine parts jared harris plays john lennon i mean come on laid price that's amazing maybe this is like a,
0: a maybe this is a live stream event we need to do
1: <laughs> maybe aiden quinn as paul McCartney. Um, I only, I watch the very end just to see if they change history and they go on SNL, but no, they don't. Spoiler. Um, oh wow! Do they put
0: the date, like, at the beginning of, like, Goodfellas? Yeah. Like, they do, like, a kind of, like, a Goodfellas reference?
1: Well, uh, I guess it's a Goodfellas reference, but... I don't know. Like,
0: like, that's just immediately what came to to mind when it's like, it takes place on a whole day. It's like...
1: Uh, guess who directed the movie? Uh, who? Michael lindsay Hodge. Of
0: course, he did.
1: Who directed "Let It Be"? Oh my God, <laughs> I'm more Love like counts. he was
0: still alive and working in in 2000.
1: That's yeah, the, he's still alive.
0: Those big cigars uh, didn't kill him.
1: All right, <laughs> that's true. He was very young looking. You know, I think in, he is still
0: say. alive now because I think I, yes, yeah, because he commented on the the Get Back documentary. Yeah, yeah,
1: yes. Two of us was part of the Yeah, uh, was part of the soundtrack for the 2011 film Restless by Gus Van Zandt. At, at the D five conference in 2007, Steve Jobs got emotional with Bill Gates about their friendship. He described their friendship with the song "You and I Have Memories." Longer than the road that stretches out ahead. And Bill Gates is like, huh? Why? Wow. Is that a reference? Shut up, nerd. Uh, love Count Zero. Josie Scale, I give this a yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This gets a
0: yeah. The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfit a lot. So are these songs better than your love?